The text that calls for our attention this Lord's Day comes to us from the prophet Joel, beginning in chapter 2 and verse 12. Yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and with weeping and with mourning, and rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We live in a culture of now. We want our information now. We want our food now. We want our desires now. Yes, we've grown quite impatient as a society. If doctors can't fix what ails us immediately, we consider them incompetent. If we have to wait in line at a store, we act as if we've been wronged by the store itself that we are shopping at. If we're at an event and it doesn't begin right at the very moment it is supposed to, we feel like we've been treated horribly somehow. So you would think that all of the nows in our readings for tonight should be right up our alley. After all, listen again what God said through Joel. Yes, even now, return to me with all of your heart, with fasting and with weeping and with mourning, and rend your hearts and not your garments. And St. Paul writes in our epistle reading by the inspiration of the Spirit, Behold, now is the favorable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Yes, in a sense, you would think that we would just greatly rejoice that God shares that same urgency about his things that we do about the things of the world. It sounds like both him and us are all about the now. The question is this, though. Do we treat spiritual things with the same urgency that we treat so many other things in our life? Do we think that sin should be dealt with in our lives as quickly as our food should be delivered? Do we think about engaging in various spiritual disciplines like studying the scripture as quickly as we might, thinking about how we should manage our finances? Do we think about being gathered each week to Jesus to receive his forgiveness as as urgent of a priority as some of the other things, either work or school, put on our calendars? Sadly, it seems all too often our attention to spiritual things is the one thing that we seem to think we can delay. Our now mentality often turns into a someday mindset. I mean, we all know that in each of our lives there are a list of sinful things that we simply need to leave behind. Some of our favorite sins need to be laid to rest in confession and absolution. We need to quiet our lips. We need to guard what our eyes see. We need to leave our lust to have more and more stuff. And there are not only, though, things that we should not be doing, but there are things we know that we well should start doing as well. Gathering to God each week must be an absolute priority. 
daily time with our families and individuals spent looking at God's Word must have a spot in our busy schedules. Jesus needs to be a part of our conversations with family, friends, and neighbors. Praying and fasting and doing acts of mercy should be a part of our daily lives and not only in this season of Lent. And yet many times these are the things that we put off year after year. Here we seem to have a lack of urgency that we have about so many other things. Well, tonight God sends his holy word into our ears to turn our spiritual someday's into his necessary nows. He sends those words first spoken by his prophet Joel into our ears this night to call us to repentance now. You see, sin is so deadly that it simply cannot be left to linger longer and longer. We cannot take a we-will-wait-and-see attitude about it. No, it separates us from God. And to be separated from God is dangerous indeed. And if left to linger, sin kills faith, hope, and love. And that leaves us separated from God forever. How could we allow sin to continue to linger so long in our lives, knowing how dangerous it is? But if the danger that sin poses is not enough to move us to confession, God speaks into our ears another word this night, which gives us an even better reason to confess our sins to him right away. You see, not only should we confess our sins because they are bad, we should also confess our sins because God is so good to us. You see, we should confess our sins to God because he loves to forgive sins. Joel said, Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. We are called to repent of our sins because every time we do so, we will find forgiveness with our God. As St. Paul writes, now is the day of salvation. You see, there's literally no reason to keep on going with sin. There's no reason to delay repentance any longer. For sin is bad, and God is so good. The time to repent of the things that we have not done is now. The time to repent of the things we have done that we should not have done is now. Yes, sins go both ways. We often think of sins as mostly those things we do that we should not do. But now is also the time to confess our lack of doing those things we know we should do. For let us not forget that not doing something God wants us to do is just as sinful as doing something that God does not want us to do. When we don't find our way to worship on a Sunday morning, we are ignoring God's command to gather. When our Bibles and our homes remain closed, we are making certain that God cannot speak to us in the prime way that he has chosen to do so. When we remain silent about Jesus in our daily life and conversation, we thwart the work of the Spirit to call others to faith. 
Yes, now is the time to confess all of our sins. Those things that we've done that we shouldn't have done and those things that we should have done that we have not done. The time is now. Yes, today as we enter Lent today on this Ash Wednesday, we get this big calendar-based reminder that we are to leave behind the sins that we have committed by acting and those we have committed by not acting. We are reminded that today is the day to repent, the day to leave evil behind, the day to practice good, the day to fall humbly before our Lord. For tonight, as we repent with urgency, Jesus comes with greater urgency to bring us his salvation. Remember, it's what he has promised to do to all who look to him humbly in faith. He told the people of Joel's day, Behold, I'm sending you grain, wine, and oil, and you will be satisfied. Paul understood that his being in Christ meant he possessed everything needful for body and soul. Yes, Jesus always, always, always meets repentance with salvation. He removes every evil and he gives us every good. He reconciles us to the Father forever. And do you know when he does that? Now. No, he doesn't delay He doesn't hold out a bit to make you squirm for a while. He brings you that grace and mercy and love right now. He brings it to you right now as you hear these life-giving words filled with his promises. He brings you tonight the oil of gladness in the grain where Jesus' body is and in the wine where his blood is present. Oh yes, you and I live in a culture of now. But truth be told, many of the things that we demand immediately, they're not all that important in the grand scheme of things. But what God demands and what God gives right now are very important indeed. Yes, he demands that we repent of our sins now, both what we've done and what we have not done. But then he gives us Jesus now the one who suffered and died in order that our every sin might be forgiven and that we might have a life that is to be enjoyed both now and forever. Now is the time to repent, for today is the day of salvation. Now, tonight, amen.